Hello, everyone. We are so excited to announce this year's Principles to Practice Summit on Montessori and Ecological Consciousness. Join us for this transformative summit, which brings together experts, scientists, activists, and educators to explore how Montessori education can nurture environmental stewardship in our students and cultivate a generation of sustainability leaders. Our lineup of speakers, including our keynote speaker, Robin Wall Kimmerer, will present practical strategies for seamlessly integrating Montessori principles with sustainable practices, empowering educators to foster environmentally aware and socially responsible learners. The summit will run June 17th through 19th, but tickets are available now. Head over to courses.trilliummontessori.org for more information. I'm Simi Abdullah, and I'd like to welcome you to Trillium Montessori Talks, the podcast where we dig into the theory and application of Montessori methodology in the classroom and beyond. This podcast is produced in cooperation with Letty Rising and other Trillium course creators. Our goal is to provide you with a weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can optimize the classroom experience for your students and yourself. Ready? Let's talk Montessori. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Montessori Talks. My name is Letty Rising, and I'm excited to be here to be sharing another podcast topic with you today. And today's topic is going beyond the Montessori elementary albums. <gasps> My goodness, that sounds like it could be a crazy thing, but it's actually not. It can be a really great thing. So let me jump into that topic. So when you're fresh out of Montessori teacher training, you have at your handy disposal at least a couple of armfuls of curriculum binders, which we refer to in the Montessori world as albums. And these albums hold the entirety of the cosmic curriculum for you to present to your students. So whether or not you wrote your own albums composed of notes from lectures from your ever knowledgeable teacher trainers, or had the lessons pre-written and provided for you, regardless, you had pages and pages and pages of knowledge that you get to share with your students. Many teachers now have these resources in digital format, but even for those who haven't had the experience of sweating and straining while transporting all of these bulky, heavy albums to the car, the metaphorical weight of these carefully designed Montessori albums doesn't go unnoticed because, hey, it's pretty heavy. Once long ago, a teacher once told me that when she was talking about the Montessori approach to a traditional educator, his response was, oh, Montessori, that's a canned curriculum. I was really surprised by that comment because the last thing a person who is drawn towards a non-traditional educational approach wants to hear is that they take part in any sort of curriculum that might be considered canned. And 
When I say canned, that tends to mean something that's highly prescriptive, in a box, uh, ready to go without any sort of flexibility around that. So I thought a lot about this comment afterwards and realized that if not careful and intentional, it really could be considered true in some instances. For instance, if a teacher takes every single lesson and presents them in a prescriptive fashion, giving certain lessons at certain times and for certain ages, and giving each lesson to every single child, regardless of their personal needs and interests, then yes, it could be described that way as a canned curriculum. And while we have these thorough and detailed lessons in our minds and or at our fingertips, these presentations are just the beginning of a life of learning new knowledge, skills, and information. Even in the elementary years, we will find reason to go beyond the lessons that were presented in our own teacher training programs. So what does it really mean to go beyond the albums? The Montessori albums are meant to be a framework. And within this framework, there are and there should be numerous opportunities for flexibility. It's important for teachers to recognize that the albums are only the starting point. They offer the keys to the universe, and these keys unlock the doors to deeper learning. This means that you won't necessarily use everything in your albums for every single child. As a guide, you will be observing your students and taking note of the things they need to know as members of a society or culture, particularly the society and the culture that they belong to. You will also take note of things that children want to know about, and they will often come up with topics that you might not find in your albums. Finally, going beyond the albums also means that you may tap into numerous other kinds of resources to support the development of your elementary children. And this can include encyclopedias, atlases, a thesaurus, and numerous other kinds of tools. What does it look like to go beyond the albums? Before we talk about what going beyond the albums looks like, let's first identify what is not going beyond the albums. Sometimes it's a lot easier to identify what isn't a thing rather than what is a thing. And starting with what not to do or what isn't a thing can be a little bit easier. So relying on printed worksheets in place of work in your albums is not going beyond the albums. It is modifying the Montessori approach. Again, it is not going beyond the albums. It is modifying the Montessori approach. In some ways, one could say that giving students worksheets in excess goes against the albums. While many of the concepts in the albums are concepts found in worksheets, the Montessori approach often involves a visual or kinesthetic component, which allows for a more engaged learning experience. For example, we have our beautiful wooden materials that we find in math or grammar or sentence analysis. We also have our charts and our timelines. 
lessons and activities beyond the albums can offer a similar kind of experience. Instead of relying on worksheets as an alternative resource, consider the following options. You can create your own lessons. This is something you'll want to do if a student shows an interest in a topic that isn't covered in your albums. Some popular areas for lesson design are topics such as chemistry, physics, and history, just to name a few, but there are lots of other options out there, particularly art and music, or PE even. You can use the template that your other lessons follow, create a lesson, and create a new album or add it to your existing albums. Remember that lessons tend to be either procedural, such as math or language, when you're doing grammar or sentence analysis, for example, or in a story format. And it is likely that you will be creating some lessons that involve the writing of stories. And this is great because we all know that everyone loves stories. And as I may have mentioned in a previous podcast, I can't remember because I mention this and think about it often, but research has shown that we retain information much more readily when it comes to us in the form of a story versus a lecture or bullet points or highlights. So writing stories is going to be a part of your experience as a curriculum developer in your Montessori classroom. You can also create extensions to existing lessons. You might find when giving lessons that there is some additional aspect that you want to add to a lesson that isn't in the existing lesson. For example, in the area of biology, the ecology section is fairly slim with just a few lessons available. You might want to create some additional lessons on ecosystems or the food web, or you might want to share knowledge about different biomes. Extending the existing lessons is a great way to deepen their knowledge on particular topics, and from there, they can springboard into further research. You can also gather resources and make suggestions for their follow-up work. Not every new addition to the curriculum needs to be a formal write-up of a lesson. You might want to just gather some interesting books that touch on topics that were presented and add additional information. You can read some information straight from these books, or you can give students the resources to discover further on their own. Or you can even just take paragraphs from books and uh, read a few sentences to get them started. So you can also go out to the library and check out a curated section of books. Maybe you're going to have a group of students who are intensely interested in, well, if we'll stick with ecology, for example, something with the food web. And you can go to your local library and create your own curated file of books and check them out and bring them to the classroom. And there are some additional resources for the students who are interested. Another thing you can do is gather visual aids, artifacts, and hands-on manipulatives to tell a story or show a different way to master a concept. Maybe you've been trying to demonstrate a math concept using the bead bars with a student who isn't quite grasping it, and it's getting a little stale. 
can the same concept be demonstrated with something else, such as unifix cubes, if you know what those are. Those are those little square cubes that traditional teachers often use as manipulatives when they are trying to uh, demonstrate a math concept. Or even drawn images. Could you tell a new or different story using visual aids? Remember that the key to a really strong and effective Montessori lesson is to have an experiential or hands-on component And there are lots of ways that you can be creative in a presentation. So there's a lot of creativity and imagination on the part of the guide that you can use to to develop things that are going to be exciting for your students. So I wanted to make a little note here about updating the albums. Part of what it means to go beyond the albums is to ensure that the information contained within them is current, relevant, and accurate. One aspect of this is ensuring that the lessons in the albums reflect current scientific understanding. Maria Montessori was a scientist and ahead of her time in many ways, but even since her time, the information we have regarding history and biology in particular has changed and needs updating. Another aspect of updating involves ensuring that the variety of people, cultures, flora, and fauna are represented in the lessons, as well as varying perspectives when appropriate. So you want to make sure there are a diversity of perspectives represented and diversity of people and biomes and regions, and that you're not just focusing on Western civilization. Looking at our albums from an equity, diversity, and inclusion lens is an important aspect of updating our lessons to ensure that they are current. So this is something you're going to want to do, which is sort of going beyond the albums. And it's actually a really important thing that you may want to even get together with your colleagues at your school, your fellow teachers, or maybe you have some online Montessori friends and you have questions about, you know, different aspects of the biology curriculum or the history curriculum. And you want to find a way to create a story that is related to your particular culture. Maybe you are in a different country and you're listening to this and you're noticing that the stories are not pertaining as much to your particular culture and you want to revise it so that it speaks to your students and it feels more relatable. Or maybe you're seeing that some things need to be scientifically updated. And so you can have a really great time with your colleagues in coming up with some either new and exciting lessons that branch off from what's already there or updating what needs to be updated. So some final thoughts here. Remember that your albums are a dynamic and living resource. Just as Montessori believed that things change over time, your albums will also change over time if they are kept current and relevant according to the new information that comes along. Don't be afraid to add content to your albums and to revise existing content in order to have both accuracy and inclusivity. And besides adding and subtracting from your album, you can also go beyond the albums through the use of a variety of experiential props combined with a compelling story. Think about how you can extend your work 
and support the children in extending their work. And that will go a long way in contributing to an environment filled with interest-driven learning. Thank you for joining me in this podcast, and I look forward to having you join me again in the future. Thanks for tuning in to Trillium Montessori Talks. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love the practical and actionable classroom management advice in the Montessori Principles to Practice webinar libraries. Head to trilliummontessori.org forward slash podcast for details and to learn about all the ways we can help you optimize your Montessori work. We'll be back soon with more Montessori inspiration. In the meantime, please help other Montessori guides find this podcast by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast listening platform. Thank you for being a part of the Trillium community.